0: And we're off. Oh shit. Or we're on. Or we're on. We're off. We're on. Mm-hmm. We're doing a thing and it's great. Um, which is the show. <laughs> Flying by the seat of our pants because we don't have an outline today, mm-hmm. which for me personally is terrifying.
1: Oh, But for you, I feel like- I love
0: it. You can think of, you can just- psh, yeah, can just do um, Anyway, we don't have an outline because I'm tired So, anyway, this is how we start the show Welcome to Breast Cancer is Boring A podcast about breast cancer With Jocelyn and Lauren Whether you have breast cancer or any other kind of cancer Or you're just a weirdo who's super <laughs> cancer curious Welcome, we hope you enjoy Because breast cancer is boring But we, and you, mm-hmm. are
1: interesting I love it
0: Welcome to Breast Cancer is Boring. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. I hope you're having a great time in your life. (sighs) Greetings and salutations
1: and safety. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Yeah,
0: thank you for just, like, showing up, which is also basically what we have done. (laughs) (laughs) At the drop of a hat, too, because Mm -hmm. I literally texted you, Lauren, last night, Uh and I was like, hey... Out uh, of these three days this week, when can you record? And you were like, yep, tomorrow. I know. I definitely
1: gave you a short turnaround,
0: which was exactly what I was asking for. And then I needed to put in, like, max effort. <laughs> like, this morning, I needed to put an outline together and to decide on, like, a topic. Like, what are we going to talk about? And you know what I did instead? You slept in? I hope. I did do that, Yes. Good. But you know what I did after I slept in?
1: You laid in bed and watched TV? <laughs> no. I did oh. my
0: taxes.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. That's noteworthy. It's noteworthy. And
0: you know what? Something really pissed me off about it. Uh-oh. And we're going to talk about that in this week's B-Side. So okay. stick okay. around for that. <laughs> you have to. You're already here. Um, anyway, let's begin with announcements. Lauren. Mm-hmm. Lauren. Yeah. Lauren. What's Lauren, What's happening? There's it's still a pandemic, so wear a mask if you are asked, and try to relax. Okay, get vaxxed. All right, and and moving on. Um, also, we have another comment on the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Another five star review. Yes, five
1: stars. Five stars.
0: Um, this one is from Adventure Makes Funny. Oh, which, yeah, I have to agree with that. Adventure does make funny, mm. and Adventure Makes Funny says. Thank you, gratitude and solidarity. Your podcast has been with me since the start of my cancer, just like COVID has. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know breast cancer any other way. Thank you for the laughs, the cancer lived topics, podcast notes and other reflections. It is great to have a theme song, which I would download as my ringtone if I knew what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Accompany me into my different cancer experiences. I share that problem. I share that problem. I have, no, I have no idea how I would even make that happen for you. I just finished all my major treatments of IV infusion this past summer. The topics from this podcast have all been relevant or something new to learn. I love the stories, the guests, and everything. Thank you both. I hope this comment is readable. I wrote most of this review in the wrong section before my chemo brain fog cleared. <laughs> <laughs> with gratitude, smiley face with the little blushing cheeks emoji. Uh, Thank you. Adventure makes funny. Yes, you make you. happy. <laughs> 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 I, I so love it. I know. Thank you so much for telling us because, you know, you put something like this out there and you want people to listen and you want to be like a part of this community. And sometimes even though if it's just you and me, I'm still happy. Mm -hmm. It's just so validating to hear that like any of this makes any difference to anyone.
1: Yes. Agreed. So agreed. Thank you. I think that that it is definitely helpful to know that there's other people out there that, um, either share our experiences or, you know, can take the information that we rant on about, And actually use it. I think that's great. I think it's awesome.
0: So if you want us to read your comment, leave us a rating and a comment on um, Apple Podcasts. Or just DM us. We are on Instagram at breast cancer is boring. And you'll get like fun episode quotes. And we'll like let you know when a new episode has dropped, which is basically every Tuesday. Um, so you don't really need us for that. But sometimes it's fun and sometimes you get videos of us and you're like, What? That's what they look like. Weird. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know I sometimes wonder if you're just listening to our voices, like, how do you picture us?
0: You uh-huh. know, versus and then you what we really look yeah, like. Yeah. And
1: what yeah. Then you see us in our our posts and you're like, Oh, oh. that was very okay. different. That
0: was uh that was different. Mm-hmm. Uh to help with the visual today, I am wearing um can only be described as a fantastic robe. Uh, It's super fabulous. It is silk. I bought it for myself on consignment. Nice. Um, when I was at peak chemo phase, um, and feeling very low and I'm wearing this because I just showered and I'm feeling fancy. Um, I'm also wearing nail stickers on the advice of a very intelligent woman who happens to also be Lauren. And they're all different colors. One of them is sparkly and the rest are like neons with like lavender, I think I would call this on the thumbs, anyway. I love them. I love these nail stickers. I am so grateful for you telling me about them. Um, I was gonna do like a face of makeup, like a full face, instead (gasps) of just slapping on some mascara. However, I woke up this morning And this is the real rub right now of just existence as a menopausal woman who also still gets acne somehow. I do too. Is I just woke up with the biggest zit on my chin, which is usually where the biggest zits appear. And I know it's probably from the masks I have to wear at work. And I can't wait for that to be over someday in 2035. But... It just takes all the wind out of your sails. Mm-hmm. It just like, it's, I focus on it. So I've got a zit sticker on it right now. It's right here. I don't know if you can see it, Mm-mm. but in your picturing of us, please include the zit on my chin, Okay. Um, this fabulous robe, the colorful nails, mm-hmm. my greasy ass hair pulled back in a, you know, little scarf thingy and uh, oversized glasses. Which I love. Thank you. Thank Love, you. Um, My sister is not a fan of these glasses. She uh, does not like that I wear them.
1: Well, anyway. She's allowed her opinion. She is absolutely allowed her opinion. And please describe yourself, Lauren. Okay. So I literally just got home from work <laughs> before I <laughs> logged into this. So I am wearing my sweater because I work in a facility where it is very cold,
0: it's like a muted tone yellow, like yes. a very cool, Gold. um,
1: it's very golden,
0: the golden yellow, mm-hmm. and it works beautifully with mm. your red lip. Thank you. Your skin Thank is you. glowing,
1: mm. yes. Um, that's the bronzer that I'm wearing oh. today. It's gorgeous, it's mm-hmm. gorgeous, and um, um, black as usual. I wear a lot of black. Hey, yeah. you can't go wrong. Mm-mm. you can't go wrong. Hair I try is, to be very like long. professional mm-hmm. and comfortable, comfortable at the same time. Yeah, And yes, my hair is really long. It is. It's really it long. Is so long. And today it looks very dark. It doesn't, I don't know why it is quite the dark today. Color looks a lot. Maybe it's my lighting or the time of day or whatever. Maybe. Hmm. Um, yes, I've, I've been looking back at pictures of myself with short hair and I've been talking about cutting it for a long time. And I know I've mentioned before that my kids were like, no, but I happened to be scrolling through some old pictures and my son saw me with shorter hair and he goes, mom, your hair looks awesome in that picture. And I'm like, yes, yes. All uh, right. It is awesome. So um, I think I have, I have that, and I think, um this summer, when it's blazing hot, and you can't ever wear long hair down ever because ever like two hundred degrees outside, yeah, that's the, that's the time, sweat to death, yeah, that's
0: the time that's the time that you're gonna do it, so oh, you're yeah. cutting your hair short this summer, yes, okay, it'll be so fun. I can't wait i uh-huh. I love short hair, me too, um. I I did a foolish thing for many, many years of my life, and that is I let my hair grow past my shoulders, and I still don't know why I did that uh, ever in my whole life. So
1: it's funny. I'm over it now. I don't think I ever, when I was growing my hair out from having no hair, I mm-hmm. didn't plan on having it this long. It was just a mere fact of like, my life is extra busy, so actually taking the time to get my hair cut and done and that's part of self-care I get it but at the same time it's just like all of a sudden like you know it goes from June to December and you're like where did all the months in the middle go yeah yeah (laughs) and then how did my hair get this long (laughs) when Uh, when did this happen I don't even I can't even look back and and see that so yeah. So that's that's where we're at right now. That's where we're at. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh yeah. Those are our announcements to sum up pandemic uh and also fabulous comments and also we look amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lauren's going to cut her hair and that's going to be probably one of the most exciting things that happens for me yeah. this summer. So, <laughs> not making huge plans cuz I'm very afraid of disappointment at this point in my life. <laughs> My distress tolerance has never been lower. (laughs) Cannot handle disappointment. Okay. Which actually is a good segue into what we're talking about today. Yes. Which is basically then versus now. Mm -hmm. Looking and reflecting, as I feel that we do every season on this show, on ourselves, how we were, what we experienced life as. Before we got cancer mm-hmm. and how we experience it now. Right. What are and the f- things we're into? What do we enjoy? You know, the stuff.
1: Yeah. Previously, we called it that bitch. Yes. Oh, that bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh. She had no idea. So naive.
0: So <laughs> just had it all and didn't know it. Mm-mm. Health, wellness, mostly health and wellness. Um her her original titties, yeah. Um, an unshakable sense that nothing bad would ever happen to her.
1: Mm-hmm. If
0: you're me, I don't know about you,
1: Lauren. You seem a little more reasonable as a person. But no, no, I was. I feel like I've, I I've never in my life had ever been that person that was like, oh no, I have, this. It's got to be cancer. Like never, never, yeah, once. never. Mm-mm. Never. Mm-mm. It was never gonna happen to me. No. Mm-mm. That so, I was not worried about that. No. Mm-mm. Um
0: Lauren. Yes. Give us an idea of your life pre-cancer. Okay. Just overview. So More specifics.
1: I don't care. You you, you sure. tell us what
0: you want us to know.
1: Sure. Like, here's the funny thing about me. Pre-cancer, mm-hmm. um, I had my my children were really small. So um I actually had more I had more stress than I have now, which is weird to say, but huh. I did because I think I had more hormones that caused me to sweat more of the small stuff. Okay. <laughs> I was more okay. hormonal. So I I like cared about things that I don't care about now. So like for instance, like um like my body image. (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but I don't care as much about it now as I did then. Like I was a lot more self-conscious back then. And, um, you know, I was worried about like, I I was just less secure in myself, in my physical self. And also in my head, like mentally, Mm. I feel I was more insecure. And like, how, how did you know that? I just was always like stressing about things that like are your out body. of body. Uh, yeah. And, and also things that are just out of my control. You know, like things that other people did, I let bother me,
0: mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. now
1: I just am like, well, they're, no, just don't let it. It's like I have this ability to remove myself from like, Um, caring about like, oh, well, if this person doesn't like that, then, you know, I don't worry about the way they feel or or think or their perception. I I just worry about me and how I feel now, which is crazy. I never thought that I would look at this in this perspective, but it totally is a a big part of me, a, a huge part of me. I'm very personality as far as like my stress level goes with you know c- being concerned about the way other people perceive me or other people's actions like I don't care anymore It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> which it's is good I think it's healthier it's so
0: good and it's so healthy and it just kind of sounds like you are hoarding your fucks <laughs> yeah. hoard thy fucks Mm -hmm. that if there's like one message that i wish pre-cancer me had been given yeah it's that Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because you talk about sweating the small stuff i mean i i don't think other people perceived me as someone who was like stressed a lot yeah but in the back of my mind I don't know. I always had, it's like I could never look at a day as just a day. Mm, and I mm-hmm. struggle with this now. And I didn't realize that this is maybe not the way that everyone operates, but I can see a whole week, a whole year, a whole 10 years at a time, all what? the time. All the time. I have s- such a struggle living in the moment, unless something like super stressful is happening in that moment. Which is why my job is great, because
1: (laughs) it's a super stressful job. That makes so much sense. Doesn't it make so much? So Yes. I just didn't
0: realize this wasn't normal. (laughs) But I I just have such a hard time seeing today as today. I only see today in context of a full week, Mm. in the context of a month, in the context of a year, in the context of where's my life going. Oh. And I don't think that has necessarily changed. That's actually unfortunately pretty consistent. But the thing that has changed, I think, is the way that I view like the path of my life. Like in my career, for example, I think pre-cancer, you know, I was in a management position in nursing. I I saw myself going up that ladder even as i recognized that nothing further up that ladder was anything i wanted to do oh it just made sense to me you keep working up you higher and higher you make more you make more and and then you you die so the idea that i would at any point regress <laughs> or go back oh, okay. to a bedside nurse role which is a demotion it's it's backwards it's it's a regression. Um, I just didn't think of it. I did not think of it. when I started applying, even after cancer, I still didn't quite think of it, but then more and more I was just, you start to get this feeling of, um, you start to get like this feeling of urgency to things. Mm-hmm. Pre-cancer, I was gonna live forever. I had all the time in the world. Post-cancer, oh, right. I don't know how long I have. And And now there's a fucking pandemic. I still can't go anywhere and and live my full life, but am I gonna be miserable in my job and is that okay with me? And mm-hmm. the answer was no. And I thought, well, when were you the happiest in your job? There you go. And I don't care that it's regression. I don't care that I'm trying to recapture something in my past that reminds me of a time when I didn't have cancer. And I do not care that I have to move to a different state (laughs) to remove everything around me that reminds me of that time I was in active treatment for cancer. Oh. And I think it's been one of the best things that I've ever done for myself. Even as I am not sure it's not a maladaptive coping mechanism. (laughs) Hmm. But like, I don't dread work. And I enjoy myself at work. And when I'm home, I don't think about work.
1: There you go. And my work is intense. Yeah. And I know your work is intense too. Yes. But I also don't think about work when I'm home. I mean, do I get calls? Yes. Yes. And emails. And... When I you return do.
0: to work, the work is still there. Yes. And that is something it sounds like you're able to find balance in and it's something that I was not able to find balance in. Gotcha. And I just want to work with a lot of people and I want to be able to say all the swears I want to say in my workday mm. and have no one care. It's there you important go. to me. There you go. <laughs> so basically this version of me is not interested in just making more money making more money and climbing some arbitrary corporate ladder right I just want to feel good about what I'm doing and when I start to think like five years from now like what's your long-term plan Mm -hmm. it stresses me out because I don't know I don't have a plan yeah I cannot see beyond the job I am doing now ah and that's really
1: comforting I me. don't have a plan either. You don't? No. No. Well, uh, so you're going to be a CFO. N- no. I have a plan for you. Working in the field that I work in, it actually sort of fell in my lap. It didn't uh, It didn't happen on purpose. It was like an Which, accident.
0: For those that don't know, describe what your job is. Also, please just re-describe it for me because mm-hmm. I even worked. I work in a hospital. Sure. And I still have a hard time understanding what your work is. Okay.
1: Okay. So, um when I started working there, I was I worked PRN nights. So, um you know, in, in the ER. And I was just an admission clerk, just registering patients, you know, running insurances, like just yeah. you know, working when I could. And I did learn that I could not work more than one night in a row because I would work a night and then I would come home and I had a 1-year-old at that time. So I oh would god. work through the night, come home. I would pray that my son would go down for a nap around <laughs> nine a.m. And I when you could sleep, I would sleep with him for his nap, and then be with him the rest of the day. So I learned I could not work two nights in a row because oh my god, I would only get like um like three to four hours of sleep maybe. So um that's not, not enough, enough. By the way, to I, I've actually I don't tried think it's enough. I did try once to work two nights in a row and I, um, I got to the point where I recognized I was not going to be able to drive home because if oh. I stayed awake any longer, cause those of you who don't know that don't work night shift, you it's cannot, rough. um, go on lack of sleep for a certain amount of time and drive. Cause if you do, it's like drunk driving. It's so Your fa- you're going to fall asleep at the wheel. Exactly. You have to sing with the radio because if you're yeah. not singing, you are sleeping. Yeah. You're sleeping. <laughs> yep. Yeah. If you're not sleeping. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That needs like, to
0: be you, a bumper sticker.
1: <laughs> if you see anyone. Honk driving, if you <laughs> see
0: this driver not singing because they're sleeping.
1: It's probably going to be like most night shifts work like 7P to 7A. That's yeah. a pretty standard um work hours so if you're on your way to work and you see somebody next to you with all their windows down and their music (laughs) playing and they're singing you know what that is make it you guys just they're just trying to live just be like (laughs) rock with them because i think that they'll probably appreciate that oh my god i have not thought about that in a long time all right so you got through that clearly you got promoted um i did i actually created a position for myself um, of course you did. So I, I I always find um wait, what what cartoon is that? See a need fill a need. Oh shoot. See what cartoon a need, is that? Fill a need. Yeah. It's a
0: cartoon?
1: Yes. What is that from? Oh gosh, it's gonna make me crazy. I noticed that our department we didn't quite have like this was quite some time ago. So we didn't have an electronic QA system. So I I recognized that I didn't really have somebody to train me on more of what we were doing. And I didn't know if I was doing my job right. And I really like to do my job right. So I I asked my boss. Yeah, I asked my boss. I'm like, hey, can I actually go spend some time with the billers so I can kind of understand this a little bit more? And then I can relay the information I learned from the billing team to the admitting team. And he was like, yes. (laughs) Wow. So... I mean, but if you think about it, the better the data is that goes in the front end without it needing to be corrected, bills get put out faster and the hospital gets paid gets quicker. paid. Yeah. So, essentially, I was um basically doing that. So, I did that for a couple of years and then I got not even a couple of years, maybe like a year, and then I was promoted to into leadership And then my boss was looking to move on into a um, different role. And he groomed me to replace him as the director of the department. So that's what I do. You're the finance director. Admitting director. So I have... The admitting director. That's right. So I have like... P- the outpatient schedulers that work for me I have the operators that work for me and I okay. and also all the admission teams that work in you know um, all the outpatient clinic areas um, they all they were all work for you work for me they're awesome
0: so, so you're so a boss lady
1: I am a boss lady you're a big boss lady actually I, you're a
0: director I am a, so you I have boss a- ladies underneath of you
1: I do. I have. Yeah. I have. And when I have a a young man that also works for me as a as a supervisor.
0: Oh, he can be a boss lady too. It's he just just totally can. Expression. Be. Yeah. He. Anyone awesome. can be a boss lady. Let's get rid of these gender norms. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm good with that. So, and you. Okay. Was that pre-cancer, or you got promoted when you were going yeah. through treatment? I think. Yes, I actually. Which is insane.
1: I was having to. I had my hysterectomy. And, um, I had spent some time out because of that and trying to recover from that. Um, I had an open hysterectomy, so I didn't get to have a laparoscopic, which oh, unfortunately the recovery time from that was definitely longer than I would have liked. But then I turned around and got a cancer diagnosis. And right before I was diagnosed cancer, cause of course I was out because of my hysterectomy, I told my boss <laughs> kind of jokingly, like, are you going to fire me if I have cancer? Because I'm having to spend more time like out of work. And of course, he's, I mean, it's a joke, actually, but like it happens. But he was he was actually a cancer, you know, patient as well. He had renal cancer. Wow. Wow. So he was like, no, of course not. I would never do that. He he was like, we're just going to support you with whatever you need during your treatment. So, wow. Yeah. A super cool boss. And even still with all that going through, he still groomed me to take his job. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And I really hope to one day find that right person um, to groom them to take my job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that you can
0: become the CFO for the hospital. (laughs) And you can get all those bedside nurses some raises.
1: I don't know if I want, I don't think I want to be a CFO. I see my boss is the CFO and I see how hard his job is. And I don't know if I would want to do that maybe yeah. i'll go in another direction. yeah. i don't i don't want to do anything. i just can't.
0: i can't even think.
1: it's just it's enough responsibility as it is right now and you know, i the good thing about my role is i have people that work for me that report to me um and you know, we all try and support each other and like a work life balance. And they're all very respectful that I have kids at home. And, you know, hmm. sometimes I just need to be mom. And I'm like, I'll text the my leadership group and say, hey, I got to turn my phone off. Um, I have an wow. important thing with my kids. And everybody's super respectful. And they just step in and take over. You know, it's great.
0: That's amazing. That's really supportive. And, um, like, I don't have kids, but.
1: I don't know. I, that's I, I, the way like I, I need to, you Yeah, know, that that's my leadership style is that's what you value too. Absolutely. Like, you know, but I work really hard for them and I try to get them the things that they need. And in turn, I think they, you know, obviously work really hard for me too. So yeah, I think that's part of, you know, what makes you keep going back to working at the same place is that kind of respect for each other. Definitely. It it does come down to that. Yeah.
0: Or it just comes down to you not wanting to be responsible for things that you have no power to control True. or change. True. And I think that's why I left.
1: <laughs> and that's that's perfectly acceptable too though. You know. It is.
0: And the difference I think between the person I was before getting cancer and the person I am now is I just became way more in tune with myself and what I really wanted and not what I like wanted for myself. Mm. Which I don't I don't know if that makes sense. But it like, does.
1: It's I think it's a completely there's a perception. Experience. There's a perception. Yeah. And two
0: of the nurses that I was a manager with when I quit are now, like now have been promoted. And oh, wow. sometimes I think if I had stayed, I would have been promoted and yet <laughs> I cannot. And and when I'm thinking about like me as, as another type person, mm-hmm. when I'm like kind of existing at a surface level with, with how I feel day to day, I think oh god what a missed opportunity like I could have stayed I could be paid more I could use that money for this and this and that but when I think about like when I bring myself back into myself and I think about day to day what I want my life to look like Mm -hmm. and how I want to feel when I'm at work I'm like Jesus I'm so lucky that I made the decision that I made because I don't want that yeah I don't want that. I know yeah. what I want. I know when I feel happy and I know when I don't. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm constantly trying to talk myself out of something that I want. And I just stopped doing that. And I stopped worrying about what it looks like to others. Yeah. That's it good. looks like I'm going back in time. It looks like I'm making a mistake. I don't think but so. I don't think so either. Well, but And even also- if I am, that's not the worst thing in life. <laughs> No, The worst thing in life, I thought, pre-cancer, was to, like, make mistakes, fuck shit up. And now afterwards, I'm like, well, nothing's going to be as bad as cancer. If I move to a new state and get a new job and I hate it, I'll quit. Yeah. If I quit and I'm not making money, I'll be poor. If I'm poor, I'll have to utilize different resources and get creative. Yeah, which I know I can do. It's just worst case scenario. I have a shed in my backyard you
1: could totally live in.
0: I know you would let me live in your shed. (laughs) I know you would. Yeah, and I've got other people I know would put me up. Like, (laughs) I'm not alone. And also, I don't have to do everything by myself, and I don't have to feel guilty. About the fact that I don't want to work so hard right now. Don't. And don't get me wrong. Bedside nursing is fucking hard. No kidding. But the thing is, you don't do it by yourself. Yeah. You have so many people around you. And when it's done, it's done and you walk away. You hand off your work. Yeah. You literally say, this is your responsibility now. See yeah. you in three days. Bye. Exactly. And. Mm-hmm. That is what I need, and I know that is what I need. That's good. I need a lot of downtime. <laughs> I I need full days off to myself. Yeah. I need to not be in charge of other people. I just want to be a part of a team. I don't want to lead the team anymore.
1: Not right now. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it totally. I mean, I think that there's a lot of attractiveness in that, especially when you you, know, you just have... Other things that you really want to do. Yeah, like this. Yes. (laughs) Like not make an outline for an episode
0: that I'm going to (laughs) record today.
1: (laughs) That really stressed you out, huh? Oh, my God. It's stressing me out right now. We're doing so good. I'm so proud of you. We're kind of nailing it. We're totally nailing it.
0: This episode of Breast Cancer is Boring is brought to you by Breast Cancer. It's not a journey. It's a lifestyle. Are you feeling good? Full of energy, vitality, and moisture? Do you wake up in the morning thinking nothing bad will ever happen to you? Then try... Breast Cancer! With breast cancer, your best days are far behind you. Breast cancer is the only cancer shown to provide both crippling anxiety about your own mortality, a new set of honkers you can't feel and don't like very much. One in eight women who tried breast cancer say, damn it, I have breast cancer? And you have got to be fucking kidding me with this side effects of breast cancer include, but are not limited to hair loss, fatigue, the shits, vanishing libido, hot flashes, old, dried up vagina, pain just everywhere, mood swings, unsolicited medical advice from not doctors, a subculture that would turn you into a pink warrior princess angel while perpetuating the simultaneous infantilization and hypersexualizing of your body and death. So try it today or don't. It doesn't matter what you want because you don't get a choice. Breast cancer. It's not a journey. It's a lifestyle. We've talked about like Approaches I feel like to our job to our work life balance, which mm-hmm. is like huge. I want to talk about um, physical self maintenance yes. because I feel like I have reached peak personal maintenance phase. Oh, peak personal maintenance phase. Peak personal wow. maintenance phase. And okay. I was a pretty like what is high that? maintenance. Yeah, because <laughs> what does that say? mean? Wait a
1: minute. Like how does it that... means?
0: That like keeping all of this looking like this, which for those who, you know, embrace podcasting as an auditory medium only and have not seen us on Instagram, um, I'm amazing. Okay,
1: she is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, Your skin really is incredible.
0: Cannot find a fault um, in any of this. Not However, a wrinkle in sight. Not a wrinkle in sight. Thank you, no. Ringlight. <laughs> ring light this episode's brought to you by ring lights <laughs> have a huge zit on your chin ring light makes it go away tired as fuck doesn't matter ring light is here for you mm. so hashtag ring light i wonder if anyway, could just
1: carry one of those around
0: god i'd love to do that oh. just like as you meet people
1: mm-hmm Oh, a ring light. Hold on, let me put my ring light on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Turn, let me turn on my uh, ring light. A ring light with like a fan attached, so you get that like breeze when you walk in the door, Uh and a speaker, and you get your own like slow motion music. Yes, 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 definitely. I mean, you'll have to walk in slow motion, but I can pull that off. Um, Totally. The the upkeep of my body specifically is has reached a level that is at once. Necessary and exhausting.
1: In it's which exhausting. way?
0: In which way? Um, the skincare routine.
1: Okay. The but morning thought, routine. The uh, evening
0: routine. The I shower thought, routine. The weekly routine. The daily routine. The monthly didn't routine. Did you have this
1: before that too? I did. Okay. I did.
0: But did I have a serum for my vulva and vagina before this? No, I did not.
1: Okay. Do I I
0: now? Yes.
1: Okay. I know. It's like, you know what I mean?
0: Was I on a retinol before? No. Do I need a retinol now? Yes. Okay. Am I on prescription drugs now when I didn't have to be before? Yes. It's like the whole thing. Do I feel like if I don't do my Peloton today, I may get cancer again? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. That's going a little bit far. I know. I know. It's a tiny... It's a tiny little kernel in the back of my mind mm. that wasn't there before. Mm, mm-hmm.
1: You know? I have to say, I mean, yes. Uh, that's, that's good. Uh, okay. I get it. I get it. The hair I- products. Okay. The hair products. You have more hair products now? The insanity of it all. Yes. Uh, okay.
0: Managing curls is a very different situation than just
1: giving yourself a blow dry. Yes, absolutely. I used, yeah. I've always. The lash serum, the eyebrow serum, (gasps) the microblading. Okay, thank you. Yes. The laser treatments
0: on my scars.
1: Mm. Wait, you have laser treatments on your scars?
0: Yeah, I got lasers, laser treatments on my scars. I'm so jealous. Get it, girl. I know where to send you too. Do I need laser treatments on my scars? No, nobody does. What? But I got them because it like fades them and makes them look more palatable to me. I got this huge ass scar on my lower abdomen, girl. Okay. This belly that button is. is not the belly button I was born with. So <laughs> I had to get laser hair removal because That's right. the um, line of my pubic hair is at least Half an inch higher than it used to be. Okay, okay. and okay. I have to get another round of all of that because it didn't take the first time. Yeah, no. And like it, the hair is growing back now. It,
1: yeah, it's not a one stop shop. By the it's way, it's not a one stop no. shop. No. So
0: okay, when I, I say totally the upkeep is a going. whole nother level, yeah, I mean that. Yeah,
1: because I'm always like, I've got all of this like serum and stuff that I massage yeah. my scalp with. And exactly. I have a lot more skin products than I used to, but yes you do. And I'm sorry. Uh, and you're welcome. But I love them. I know I love it all too. No, <laughs> but I have not done um I have not done the brows yet. The microblading. Yet. Yes. But I yeah. am, but I'm starting to like use different colors on my brows all the time. So ah. some days I have lighter color brows and some days they're darker. Today is a darker Lovely. day. It's a darker day and I love it. I, I'm actually I really liking it. it today. Um I yeah. yeah, but I now that you say that, you're right cuz my night routine is crazy. <laughs> it's insanity. Like all of the stuff that and you're right, the lash serum. Now I haven't yep. been using eyebrow serum because I'm really enjoying changing the look of my brows when I wear them too. Sometimes they're mm-hmm. a little more straight. Sometimes they're a little more like, like ang- angry.
0: Interesting. 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 Yes. I uh, ran out of the brow serum and it's so many dollars to buy more that I've just been using the, the lash serum on the brows and thinking oh. it's probably the same
1: thing, but like nothing has really worked. Okay. It just kind of
0: is what it is.
1: Yeah. And I, I, i also i participate in the lash extensions. oh, how's that been going? Oh man, I love it, but you love it I do, and it's a sweet friend of of mine that does it um and uh yeah, i mean i just i i love not having to spend money on mascara. I'm spending plenty Mm -hmm. of money on getting the lash extensions, though, so I'm (laughs) it's not like a one-for-one substitution there. I woke up like this. I didn't put Uh, any eye makeup on. Zero. Except for my eyebrows.
0: Okay. There's no there's no eye makeup eye makeup? None. Okay. Well, I would pay a lot for that.
1: My my lashes look really nice, and I have naturally tinted eyelids and but you do. I, it's I don't, so Nice. Isn't that weird? I don't know anybody else that has that. Uh, see that? I don't. I don't know. It's just. Uh, that's Doesn't well it thing. look like I have? It fun. looks like you have eyeshadow on. I know. It's weird. Like a very cool color too. Mm. But you're right. And then, um, so yeah. <sighs> the that maintenance is sad.
0: intense. Yeah. The moisturizers that I have to wear because the lack of estrogen in my body is just like not producing moisture anywhere. No, no. I can't build muscle. No. Anywhere. My skin is getting thinner and older. The eye creams, the concealer that I have to wear because I don't sleep good anymore. Okay, pre-cancer Jocelyn was a champion sleeper. Yeah. I, I, n- I never had a problem falling asleep, staying asleep, being comfortable. Mm-hmm. I wake up every other hour Ugh. in pain because I've been laying on one side too long. My hip hurts. Mm-hmm. I have a three pillow system <laughs> just so I can get comfortable. Yeah. And then I get too hot. So yeah. it's three to four times a night I'm having a hot flash and I have mm-hmm. to throw those covers off. Mm-hmm. Then sometimes I fall asleep. And then I wake up freezing, so I have a heat pad that I turn on to warm up because I'm so cold. It's just
1: nights are an entire different life for me yeah. now. You know, I've learned that I have to sleep with a fan blowing on my face, even though I, I have don't to get a fan. Like I have a fan too, I which dries like out everything. Yes, I don't even like more. it directly on my face, but I noticed that I I sleep better. If I have mm. that on my, and I, even when I'm yeah, going to bed, absolutely. I'm like, I hate that thing. I hate it in my face. I know. It's I hate like, it, but it's, it's like right here.
0: <laughs> it's Jeez. gotta be, Ugh. I've got one that I can turn on and off. And then the ceiling fan is oh, always I, on.
1: Yes. Ceiling fan. Which always I hate. On. And yeah. I've always
0: hated having a fan on because little hairs will like get blown by the fan. And then you're like, Oh, it's on my face. Oh. And that wakes you up. Yeah. And you're then I right. have to get up to pee every night, at least once. Yeah, me too. That's new. Mm. Oh, it's just it? yes, I never had to do that before. Oh, after well, I've having never babies, been, I've never had
1: a pregnancy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After having babies, so that's a, you know, that's a whole thing.
0: My bladder was a champ. I was a nurse.
1: Yeah. I could,
0: I could have like a, th- I could have a liter in my bladder and still hold it, <laughs> which is not good for you. Please no. pee. Yeah. If you're a nurse. If you have to prioritize, go potty, just go urination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the products for these very specific things are no joke, Yeah, right? They're pricey as hell. No kidding. I can't get away with like, buying my face moisturizer
1: at Target. Nope. It's not gonna cut it. Nope. <sighs> we are so, so much more expensive now.
0: And And yet I make less, I decided to make less money in a time of my life that I'm the most expensive. But you know what? Time is money. There you go. And I wish I had more of it. I just did our taxes that I just mentioned to you. So I just kind of had a glimpse into the impact that my taking three months off of work and then Sean taking three months had on our finances. Mm -hmm. And I fucking should have done it sooner because we still make plenty of money to live Uh, a comfortable life. There you go. I just I cannot believe how much I have worked my entire life. How yeah. tirelessly. The hours and hours and hours. Like
1: not even taking the vacation time yeah. that I should have been taking and cashing it in for mm-hmm. I you know, know. My husband and I, I talk cash about out. that all the time. He's like, we should take more time. But I do have to say, and I love my children so yes, much. Of course. But I am very financially conservative and you know I think it's for me it's a little bit harder because you know I'm always like I have to have something to lean back on for a what if you know especially with children and I am not comfortable if I don't have that and then I'm kind of a workaholic like it's so crazy this girl that yeah. wonderful girl that works with me she's taking two weeks off um in the upcoming months and she said well aren't you gonna take any time off during the summer and I'm like yeah you know maybe a, a day or two here and then a day or two there and she's like why don't you just take a week she's like you've I've been working with her for the last eight years and she's like I don't even recall unless you were sick or having yeah. a surgery I don't recall you ever taking like a week off, just, just to take a week yep. off. And I From was From like, two
0: thousand and eighteen to two thousand and twenty one, I took no time off except for treatment and to
1: be sick mm-hmm. and to have surgery. hmm Oh yeah. Fuck that shit. I know. That's ridiculous. I know. And it was all
0: my own choice. Yeah. And my own fault. No one was holding me to that standard. No. No. No, I'm with you. I just... And I'm just sick of it, and I'm not doing yeah. it anymore. Good for you. I have a vacation coming up. And I'm taking vacation for no other reason but to take it. That's perfect. Like, I don't have a plan. I'm just not going to go to work. And the thing about work is, for me, it kind of became my personality for a while. Yeah. You know? Because I don't do things half-assed most of the time. mm And I just... I get these ideas and I I hold myself to this standard because a lot of my self-worth is wrapped up in what I can produce. And I think all of us feel that way to a certain extent. And that is just not something I'm willing to do anymore. I am a fully actualized person outside of my job, outside of my labor, outside of what I can produce and do for someone
1: else. You know, I think a lot of us get caught up on that, you know, yeah. like how much can you do? It's, yeah. It's almost like we're competing with ourselves. Hmm. I don't know. It's crazy. Well, those it's not crazy because those are the messages we
0: get. We didn't True. make this shit up. No, we are exalted for our hard work. We're exalted for what we can produce. You know, one person's workaholic is another company's employee of the year. Right. And I'm just not looking to be employee of the year anymore. (laughs)
1: I've never been employee of the year.
0: Yes, you have. They just never, like, explicitly said it. Oh, okay. You are absolutely employee of the year. They told you. And that's the problem. There is no trophy. There is no award. There's no bonus even waiting for you. No. So Hmm. I'm embracing adequacy in my job. Basically from here on out. I will be adequate. I will be reliable. And I will be nothing more. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. It feels pretty damn good, I got to say. That's awesome. Yep. yep. Someone approached me and was like, "You should be on this committee." And I was like, "Nope." Uh-huh. Uh-uh. No. They're like, "But you have a lot of good ideas." It's like, no, I don't. <laughs> but you have experience as an administrator. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Not doing it. Anyway, I'm going to lunch. Be mm-hmm. back in like thirty, maybe thirty-five minutes. Ooh. Whatever I feel like. That's right a total power move taking 35 minute lunch on a Sunday Uh Mm uh-huh wrapping up what do you think like conceptually is the biggest difference
1: between who you were and who you are now um I would just say a lot more free from worry I guess or just yeah yeah worry yeah. is was sort of a big emotion for me and i'm not worried anymore <laughs> which is so nice god i wish i would have felt that way before and before yeah. yeah yeah a lot less worry a lot less worry that is it's funny personality, be- freedom. personality freedom personality freedom personality
0: freedom like freedom yeah. to be yourself That is really funny because I always felt very free to be myself, even in settings where that was not (laughs) probably the right choice. (laughs) And then I went through this weird thing when I became an administrator where I really put a lid on my personality and I conformed to what I thought was professionalism. And it created a barrier between me and the people I worked with and for and the people who worked for me. And um, I hated that. And I didn't worry about nothing, really. Nothing bad was ever gonna happen to me. And then I got cancer and I realized, A, all things are possible (laughs) in a universe Mm -hmm. where there is no God and chaos reigns supreme. And also, I'm gonna be, who I want to be and no one is going to put a fucking lid on my personality and call it professionalism. Okay. So when I couldn't maintain that in my current role, I was like, peace out. I'm going back to where I can be me. And that was bedside and that's where I am. And that's where I'm going to stay. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I love I like that. it. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's, honestly, I think it's, it's perfect. You shouldn't let people push you into taking on more responsibility than what you are happy doing. Yeah. And I think that happens a lot. It happens a
0: lot. Mm -hmm. And we're told to be grateful when it happens. Yeah. And I'm not grateful. Sorry about it. Not sorry about it.
1: In conclusion In conclusion
0: You may be a different person now Than you were before you had cancer And you may think this person is better Or worse or whatever And really there is no better, there is no worse You're just who you are now Mm -hmm. So be who you are Don't let anybody put a lid on it And if you have to buy More expensive face creams And vagina serums Do it, join the club Yeah, I'm already there Okay. Take care of your body. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Quit your job and move to a new state and be better for it. If that makes you happy. If that makes you happy. Okay, that's all I've got. Great. Cool. Bye. Bye.